Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. What's up, all you superstar fantasy players? We're here for the round 13 team list, and we get them early from me this time. Now that I'm not away, and actually do it right on four o'clock. So here we are for the four games for the round. All I'm going to go through in this one is some of the interesting options and guys that I want you to go away and look at before I get into my big videos in tomorrow's one. So do your little early research, see if you can play around with some trades and you know potential players, and then I'll get in and judge them and, and work out if they're right for you. And we'll have a little bit of a chat tomorrow around if you have a, a lot of trades and this guy might be worth it to bring it in, are you going to do a cash out? Are you going to bring one of these guns in? How long are you going to hold them for? Is it just going to be until 17? Are you going to hold them through that round 17 buy and in for the rest of the season? That's a lot of things to think about, but we're going to answer all those over the next few days and help you out for sure. So we start with the Titans and the Cowboys. It's going to be a really fun game because Cowboys are going to be missing a few players, obviously a few key ones, but overall we do keep you know, the majority of our spine there. Robson, Townsend and Drinky. We're going to have Dearden, unfortunately, missing because he's playing 18th man. But you know, the Hammer comes into number three, for example, for Val Holmes, which is uh, ideal to get him back in a position he played last year, which is good. Won't be picking him as an option. We see Brendan Elliott come onto the wing. Uh, Talangi obviously stays there as well, which is nice. So Hampton comes in at number six. So I wouldn't be looking at you know, picking him up as a cash out at this point. I just think that Chad's going to do too much for him to come out and really dominate, which is what you're going to be looking for in a cash out in this game in round 13. Can they come in and really dominate and get like get you like a 40, 50, 60 in that one game? Because that would be worth that trade in as a cash out, even if he only plays the one game or potentially two, whether it's in a 14, uh, around 17, uh, sorry, around 18, for example, there. In terms of the forwards, if you're holding Gilbert, Highland, Lukey now, I think you just keep keep hold of those two guys. Definitely into this round, you can uh, you know work it out from next one. And Tamalolo's back, thank goodness. Uh, needed some, a little bit of luck there. Let's hope that he definitely plays. Obviously got a few reserves that could come in, but if he's named, I think he'll be he'll be sweet. So that's that on the Cowboys side. On the Titans side, we see a pretty you know pretty strong side. They lose Tino, obviously as a big one. Fafita's yeah, re-aggravated an injury, so we leave uh, him out of the side. You see Sam McIntyre come into 11. I don't see it as, as being uh, very relevant at all. Isaac Liu into the 13 role. Sexton, a few people have spoken about, potential option. You know, same as Brimson. 
Both guys doing pretty solidly. Uh, not someone that I'm going to be going for personally. Someone that we could be tempted by is obviously Jaden Campbell. I still think he's a solid option. Up to you whether you want to pay that money for him or go to someone like Garrick if you're going to go for a wing fullback. So that's all we really, really need to talk about for the Titans side of the ball. Move to the Panthers and obviously the Dogs there. So going to be a, a fun game. This would not have been a fun game if it was a full-strength side. Sorry to the Dogs, but is what it is. The Cowboys have been playing great and they still lost 22-0 to this amazing team. So Panthers keep Edwards, Taylor May, Tungo, which is really, really nice. Uh, and then obviously a couple of their forwards with Kikau, Fisher-Harris and Coruscant, the big ones there. And their bench stays well intact, which is nice. So they still have a, a decent opportunity yeah, good news for them is they've had Sean O'Sullivan playing at the beginning of the year and doing a great job for them. So I think that they won't lose too much there. They obviously lose Luai, so Kurt, Kurt Falls comes in. And again with this one, I think Sean O'Sullivan's going to be um, dominating the ball. Uh, Kurt will do his thing, but you know, Shawnee I think is going to be you know, the dominant playmaker in this one, doing the majority of the kicking. And you see what he scores when he gets in there. I just don't think it's worth bringing him in for one week for sure. If you've got... You know, if you're thinking about Dylan Edwards, I think he's a solid one as well. Put him in the same bracket as those other two guys I just mentioned, in Garrick and Campbell, uh, as to which one you'd like to go for personally. But definitely a solid option. Taylor May and also Tungo, you've got to hold and hope for a nice big game for them. We'll see how they go uh, up against this side. Guys like Coruscant, still a solid option if you need that hooker cover. I think he's going to do pretty well over the next bunch of weeks, and you know, they're going to need him to play big minutes across this time with a few of their guys potentially not backing up in round 14 and things like that. So Coruscant will be solid. Fisher-Harris is going to be the leader of this pack. He always is, but he's going to have to be even bigger force. And there's a good chance that he plays some bigger minutes a little bit. Yeah, not too many, just maybe five extra minutes, but um, yeah, demanding the ball a lot more and really being dominant. So that's the thoughts around someone like Fisher-Harris. On the dog side, it's great to see Karaz still in that squad. I think he's playing well enough to, to hold a spot for the rest of the year, but we'll have to wait and see. Even though the, the fantasy score wasn't great last week, let's hope for an improvement from him. Ado Carr, they obviously get the boost of keeping him. If you're looking for Matty Burton as a potential option, I still think it's a great time to pick him up. You're going to get him as a keeper in the centers for the rest of the year. So this is one of those guys that you pick him up now. You are going to miss him in 17, but he's still going to be really dominant for you for the rest of the season. And if the dogs can start to play a bit better, he should be able to score somewhere around that 50 mark. And if you can get that at center, you're absolutely killing it. You know, we're pretty happy with a lot of the mid-40s, early 40s guys, whether it's Tungo, May, um, UNH, and these types of players. So anything above that, which Burton's getting, is obviously going to be great. In terms of the forwards, then the only ones I'd be thinking about, obviously, Josh Jackson. At the, uh, you can definitely pick him up again. He's going to be playing on the edge, though, it looks like, which is a little bit annoying, uh, unfortunately, with him you know, being a, such a dominant player in the middle. So that moved back to the edge, which he played last week as well. I think it, I think it, it harnesses his potential a little bit. Is he someone that play, you know, is a big tackling guy and he doesn't get as many on the edge? Yes, he can get, you know, you, you can play a little bit towards the middle as a defender on the uh, on the edge for the majority of come in and make your tackles when they're run, just running through the middle. Uh, but overall, he is not as good of a scorer on the edge that he is in the uh, the middle. So just be aware of that. If you're holding him, that's fine. But if you're looking to pick him up, I think there's a few other options that you can. Fatala Marin is a very interesting one. So him uh, you know, gets him getting his start. So Corey Waddell moves back to the bench. So we were thinking this would come up. Played the 25 minutes and played 35 minutes last week. So didn't score as great. So I still think you can wait off on him. But I understand if you want a mid-price guy, then Fatala Marin could be your man. Maxi King had a, a great game last week playing big minutes out there. So chance that he can do that again. And that would be really nice. He had that 50-odd minutes the game before and only got the 30-odd. So... Yeah, you know, be aware that it could happen again, but he was very dominant last week, uh, had a really, really good game. All right, we move on to the Eagles and the Warriors on Saturday. 
evening there. Garrick has spoken about as a decent option. We'll deep dive into him a little bit more. Uh, just really excited by his 62 last week without the, the presence of attacking stats. I think that was awesome. Uh, Kohler there who's, uh, has a great opportunity to score some good points this week. He Is he going to be up against Pompey? Because Pompey was killing it last week. Um, Tupelotto also still one to hold. We see Josh to get his chance at number six. I still don't think it's a, a great opportunity to pick him up. He hasn't been scoring incredibly well, so break even's high. This would probably be the week, though, if you wanted to get him, uh, or you just wait until he goes really well. Potentially after round 17, he could be that like 17, 18th man for you. Looking in the forwards now, Olakowatsu is still a solid option, guys, if you want to pick up him. Uh, obviously, running off DCE's uh, right shoulder is probably a better uh, idea than, you know, to actually, to be fair, Foran's going to be on, on that. You'd imagine Foran will be on the right, so probably doesn't change too much. Foran's in, 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 in incredible form and loves a nice short ball, so I take that statement back. Olakowatsu still you know, score really well this week, but overall, he's going to be a keeper for the season. Probably around that 50-point keeper, though. Is he, is he worth keeping for the whole time? Are you just going to use him through this period? Up to you on that one. Jakey Jaboyevich, is he going to have an absolute killer of a game? That's going to be the question. And Mike Spau, we've spoken about a little bit, uh, getting a bit cheap at the moment, and obviously has the ability to do well, but I, I think I'm going to stay away. On the Warriors side of things, we see Walshie again. We won't speak about him too much just because he hasn't delivered yet, but he has an opportunity this game to, to really come out and do well. Sean Johnson as well, I just wouldn't... You know, after that last week, he's had a couple of really good games and a light one last week. I'd be looking to avoid him. Just Tavanga, I think if you haven't got him yet, I think we just hold off. Aiken, we're holding. Harris, uh, Tohu is, is definitely a great trade in this week and a great captaincy option. So you know, there's not too many guys that I think are, are incredible captaincy options this week. It's Tohu Harris, it's Angus Crichton. We're looking at those uh, those middles generally in this one here. There's not too many halves that are going to be playing at this stage. Uh, and then you've got guys like Appy Corusau who could be solid as well. Let me just check on those other games. What we've got there, yeah, Appy. Matt Burton could be solid, but up to you. It feels like a little bit of a risk to me. Uh, and then that first game, not too many that I would pick as captain. We move to the last two teams of the week there. Hope you're enjoying this, guys. If you are, subscribe, like, I appreciate that. Raiders and the Roosters there. So, yeah, the Crichton is going to be an interesting one. If you wanted to go Luke Keary as a captain, I think you'd do fine there. Uh, Nat Butcher, sneaky, he could do all right too as captain. Uh, in terms of the Raiders there, Xavier Savage, I think is going to be a solid pickup this week. At 220k, it's hard to get a guy that's playing and has an opportunity to make cash and get you a big score at the same time. Like, yeah, that's the thing with him. If it was up against any other team other than Roosters, I think that, you know, he could really come out and, and pick up a 50 or 60. He just needs one or two big runs, which he, you know, was close to having last week. There's a few half breaks without really getting the attacking, uh, the, the tackle bus, for example. So he has an opportunity to get, you know, 30 plus for us. A uh, decent score and use as a cash out, potentially making some money for you. So that's that with Savage. We see Frawley come into six there. Fogs is seven. I wouldn't be touching any of those two. Corey Horsburgh is the one I've been sneaky talking about. He's about in that mid-500s now. He's been really, really good. He gets to start this week with Papali'i out. Zach Wolford I would you know stay clear of. Thankfully, we see Elliott still named to 13. Hopefully, there's no late changes there, and he still gets his minutes. And hopefully, Starling picks up a few extra minutes there at some point. This uh, young fella, Trey Mooney, is a, a very solid player. But CHN comes onto the bench there, and Sutton stays. So, yeah, not too many changes on the, the Raiders side, just the two that are out for origin that are replaced there. All right, Roosters. So we see Joey Manu go back to one. He's still a great option in the, in the wing fullback position there. Again, add him to the list of those guys, whether it's Garrick uh, or whatever you want to play there. Manu is a really, really good option this week who has the dual position as well and could be kept for the majority uh, for the rest of the year. That dual position is a real big one. Obviously, I keep saying it. Uh, there. If you head on to Billy Smith, you're really happy. He, he picks up the uh, the wing role, uh, so you get at least something uh, of a score from him, uh, which is good. 
That's what we need hitting into round 13. Suwali'i uh, is in there as well, but that weird price now and coming off a low score is a little bit annoying. Sammy Walker, if you're holding, keep holding him. He's doing okay. This could be a good game for him. And also Luke Keery, I think, has just been great. And he'll average somewhere around that 50 from here on in. I'd say for Keery, so if you need another half, he could be your man. Great game from Hutchinson last week. And I don't think he takes anything away from Connor Watson. A few people are thinking about him. He'll score around that mid-40s, I'd imagine, to 50 mark, given that 55 minutes. So if you think that's good, then do it. If not, don't do it. Uh, but yeah, Crichton, a great option this week. Should be pretty well fired up that he didn't make the Origin side, and I think he's you know heading into some form, and you'll be able to hold him for the rest of the year, potentially make a bit of cash. It's a bit of a no-brainer uh, to get another safe guy in uh, in the back row. Has a dual position? No, potentially. I'll find out shortly. Uh, Tupano, I'd stay away from. Butcher's a big trade-in as well this week. He's going to, I think, you know, should be continuing getting that edge. If not, still some big minutes through the middle, uh, whether it's 50 or 55 with uh, with Rads out. And then you've got Egan Butcher on the on the bench there who could potentially come on and score fairly well at a you know, semi-cheap price there. Fletcher Baker, if you're holding him, you're happy with him getting that interchange role, which he's been in that all year. So that's that. Anyway, guys, that's the team list. Obviously, just a bit of an idea. Jump through, have a look at those potential cash outs, the potential guns you want to pick up, the mid-rangers if there's any, like the Fatala Mariners. Uh, work them all out. If you're thinking about them, have a little play with your trades and then get into my videos tomorrow. I'd really appreciate that. I think you're going to get a great origin buy period. I think we're going to, all going to have a great time. See you later, guys. Have a cracking day. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.